0: Name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. My Lord, we consecrate this last reflection. Simplicity. God is simple. And yet, my Lord, we are so complex because of original sin we've become extremely complicated. We, your mother's maidens, open our broken hearts, wide open to you, our spouse, so that through the fire of love of the Holy Spirit, you can transform our complexity into the simplicity that you are, love. For us, becoming simple is impossible. But we choose to believe that our God is the God of the impossible. And therefore, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we each bring to you our wounded, broken, very complex hearts. And we say, let it be done to me according to your word. Amen. My sisters that Don't understand Spanish. Take this music and read the lyrics in English because they're beautiful. The one that was just played is Tu Pasión de Amor, Your Passion of Love. And it's a love song with Jesus, our spouse, and us in Him. It's beautiful. So I encourage you to do that. Before I even enter, This teaching, which is, Maria says, this is the shortest one. It's on simplicity. (laughs) Something simple here, the teaching. (laughs) And yet, it is the virtue that very, very few souls have. See what God says about this virtue. But right before some... A mother of the cross asked me, she was concerned about something and making her, uh, giving her yes to be a maiden before this retreat ends. So I wanted to tell each of you, do not do that. Wait. This retreat has been a grace of God, like he said in the, the message last night arming us into this holiness. So go back home and ponder and ask our Blessed Mother, each of us, when it's the right time for each of us to make the fiat. Can you tell me by heart the five conditions? Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) A group effort here. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You see, it's important, Our Lady said, but before. That means first you should work on if you're not a Mother of the Cross and if you're being called to become a Mother of the Cross. Once you're a Mother of the Cross, then you have to let the Lord move you of when you give your fiat. But our Blessed Mother specifically said there are five promises we need to make. And you saw we've done a few on, on silence and all that's involved here. So it's important that when heaven speaks to us, we take seriously. So It was silence. Okay, and you don't have to write them because you've got the message. Okay. (laughs) Remaining in the sorrows of Christ. Simplicity. The spirit of poverty. And perfect obedience to our Queen Mother. And what she asks of us. So when we see those five whatever we want to call them, virtues, conditions, beginning to become part of us, then that's the time to say, okay, Mother, I'm really serious about this, okay? So it's not like I have to do this before I leave this retreat. So I want to make that clear. Okay, so let's enter simplicity. On September 2nd, 2023, the Lord explained what simplicity is. He said, simplicity is the virtue that immerses you into the oneness of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God is simple. And you were created to become simple in God. As one with him. Now that's important. Because he's saying. You were created to become. Simple in God. That means. It's something we have to become. We're not. (laughs) And that's why my prayer. Was focused. On the truth. Of who we are. In our broken condition. We're complicated. We're complex. And that's why relationships are so difficult. They're complicated because everybody is so broken. And so everything gets complicated. And it's the opposite of simplicity. But the reality of our broken condition because of original sin is that we are complex and complicated. But through Jesus Christ, the only begotten son of the father, God sends him to us so that through him, with him and in him, one with him, we can become simple in God. Therefore, the only way to become simple is to become one with Jesus crucified into the Father. There's no other way. The Lord continues. Learn from Mary's perfect simplicity. She is all for God. She lives solely for Him. Now, I'll stop again. Our beloved mother's all for God. She lives solely for Him. In order for us to begin to live solely for God, we have to go through a very profound and deep Purification. This is a spiritual life. And more and more, we become solely for God. Yet we have to face continuously all the things in our heart that are not solely for Him. And there is the big self love all the ways that i live for myself i continue jesus says she lived in good times and very difficult times in perfect love and gratitude to ava father now here we have a beautiful sentence that helps guide us to see if we're growing in simplicity or not. When God permits difficult times, are we beginning as mothers of the cross to enter gratitude? I know many of you are. Do we begin to thank God for the desolations, for the problems, for the heartaches? Because everything God permits is for the one purpose of perfecting us in love, making us the daughters and sons he created us to be in his image and likeness so that we can live for all eternity in perfect happiness in God Trinity. When we begin to see everything, including everything going on in the world, the darkness, everything, and say, my Lord, I am grateful to you because I know how present you are. And I believe in your triumph that has already been given to us. That's Mary. Jesus continues. Her simplicity was lived as my mother. She performed every duty as mother and wife for the glory of God. Think of that. Start to think of all the duties of mother and wife. The the dishes, the cooking, you know, how she changed the diapers, breastfeeding, cleaning. She had to wash the clothes out in the river, whatever they did back then. All those things. Every duty. Mary lived in the silence of union with God. Every duty of Mary was a prayer to God. Mary, help us. God began to form the mothers of the cross in our most ordinary duties as women, as ordinary women. If you look at the messages from the beginning, it was all the cooking, the making chocolate milk, the greatest, all my formation for a mother of the cross was right in my home with my children, and all those homeschooling years, and all of that, learning all those duties. So this call to simplicity, to silence, entering the cloister is not to take us out of our vocation. It's to immerse us in our vocation in the cloister of Mary's heart. Mary lived totally for God as wife and mother. Jesus continues, She loved and served me in the continuous awareness that I am the Son of God, one with the Father. Therefore, we are called to serve husbands, children, parents, whoever God has given us, Knowing that through them we are serving Jesus Christ. And at least for me, boy, do I can lose track of that. Sometimes it's very difficult for me to see Jesus and the people that I live closest to. And yet that's where Jesus is. He lives in the brokenness of all of us, deep in the hearts. We have to pray for the grace to encounter Christ in those we live with, in our husbands, which sometimes can be the most difficult way to encounter Christ. Everything Mary did, of course, she's serving Jesus, the Son of God, and we can say, well, that was easy. But that's what we're called to do because Jesus reveals himself to us through the soul he's given us. She loved and served me, Jesus says, in the continuous awareness that I am the son of God, one with the father. Therefore, her simplicity was lived through the continuous prayer of awe and gratitude. Continuous prayer of awe and gratitude. Her simplicity was also lived in her relationship with the Holy Spirit, her spouse. She was perfectly obedient to his every stirring within her being. Her simplicity of heart. Which is being all for God. Was possible. Because of her silence. Without silence. Simplicity can never grow. To bring forth. The blossom of perfect love. Simplicity is at the peak of holiness, the virtue. We've been climbing the steps of humility and what else? (laughs) To get little by little simplicity, the peak of holiness, simplicity. Jesus says, throughout the simple path, you each have been growing in the virtue of simplicity. As you have allowed the Holy Spirit to bring into the light of your consciences, your many patterns of falsehood and attachments to the world, your flesh and self. The path is the path. To become simple. And the Lord is saying. We've all been growing in this simplicity. As we have permitted. All our darkness. All our brokenness. Little by little. To come into the light of our consciences. As you persevere. Through each stage of purification. You become simple which means you become totally for God. Mary was able to live as wife of St. Joseph totally for God. In no way did it diminish her vocation as wife and mother. We can live totally for God and when we do we are by far the best wives and mothers and grandmothers and daughters and sisters and aunts and on and on that we can possibly be Jesus says you live solely to give him glory Self-love dies through a slow and laborious process. And the beauty of God's simplicity begins to radiate in the soul. The ugliness in all human beings is self-love. The reason Mary is beautiful Is because she's simple. She is full of grace. She is full of God. And her life is totally for Him. So she radiates the beauty of God. We are transformed into beauty, the image and likeness of God, as our self love dies. When we speak about the death as St. Paul teaches us in the scriptures, and it goes into the nitty gritty and the simple path, it's the path to dying to self. We are growing in the beauty of God. What is ugly in all of us is our self-love. And when we face our self-love, what do we face? Our ugliness. We've all seen our ugliness and it is ugly. And when we allow that ugliness, that self-love little by little to die, we begin to encounter in ourselves God. And like Saint Paul says, it is no longer I that lives but Christ who lives in me. The Lord continues. A soul that becomes simple lives on earth, consumed in God, and therefore is the light of God on earth. Few souls on earth acquire this virtue. Due to the lack of perseverance, In the interior crucifixion of the heart, mind, faculties, and emotions. Glory to God on earth for the few that reach this summit of holiness as one with Mary. Few, my sisters, are simple and that's we all see that. How many souls do are in our lives that are simple that aren't complicated that it's easy to get along with. It's not so much work. (laughs) A big part of what we have to suffer is that many times our marriages are complicated. And If we have husbands that have not entered into this purification, it becomes difficult because there's a certain solitude we have to embrace. As Maku was speaking yesterday, It was so beautiful. And to watch Macu speak of Jose and their union was so gorgeous. And yet in my heart I had a profound sorrow because I speak with so many women. The majority of women that I know have not had the blessing from God to live that kind of simple marriage in such a communion. And yet, those women that don't have that union, that simplicity, that oneness of heart in their marriage, that too has been permitted by God. That is the path God has chosen for our work as Mothers of the Cross and this mission. And that too is the means to enter into the solitude of Mary and continue to be A blessing for our husbands. And the Lord ends this message by saying, remain persevering in the silence of body, mind, soul and heart. And you and the few who follow my path of holiness, will shine as God's brilliant stars during these end times. Persevere in silence. That is the call from heaven for us at the end of this retreat. Persevere in silence. At the whole work of the path is perseverance. And the reason we're a community, I've always said it, is because we are the little victim souls. The church has had those great victim souls, but that's not us. (laughs) We're the little ones, the poor ones. (laughs) But God has united us. We're few. But boy, Just being around all of you, for me, is like, I'm always telling my husband, these women are amazing, (laughs) and you really are, and we're called to help one another. It was beautiful when we prostrated ourselves on the first night before the Lord. I had Maria to one side, and she immediately put her arm around me. And I put my arm around Juliana, who was on my other side. And it was that we're together, my sisters. We're together, even though we're in faraway places. Even though we're spread out all over the place. We're one. And we help one another persevere. And those that I've seen have not continued in love crucified through the years, we started to notice something that was very common. They began to isolate themselves. The moment we isolate ourselves, it's very difficult to persevere. Deuteronomy 6, Moses proclaimed, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart And with all your soul. And with all your strength. Jesus says in Matthew 22. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. And with all your soul. And with all your mind. We've read those words. And we know them so well. But that is simplicity. In a nutshell. In one sentence. When we can love God. With all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength, we're simple. The definition of simplicity is this. The person with simplicity looks straight to God without ever suffering any admixture of self-interest. It would otherwise no longer be simplicity. For that virtue cannot endure any addition of creatures or any consideration of them. God should be the focus and nothing should stand in his way. Imagine how difficult. It's totally the grace of God. But the fact that our Blessed Mother named simplicity as one of the five <laughs> means that heaven Is granting us the grace to become simple. Or else she wouldn't. There's a lot of virtues. She gave us five. Those are the five we have to put all our focus into. The progress in simplicity walks along the path of. Deep purification. As our self-love dies we become simple because it is Christ who takes possession of our being through the Holy Spirit. That is why St. Paul could say, it is no longer we that live, but Christ who lives in us. He was simple, all for God. Simplicity excludes every form of duplicity and complication stemming from egoism, self-love, or attachments to self and to creatures. Hence, it impels the soul in one direction only, to God, to live for him, to please him, and to give glory to him. The whole spiritual life consists in this progressive simplification which proceeds at an equal pace with interior purification. When a soul is perfectly purified from every passion and attachment, then is it reduced to perfect simplicity. That simplicity which makes it live only in God and for God. The Catechism of the Catholic Church expresses it simply. Man is created to know God, to love him, and to serve him, and thus to reach eternal life. That is why through this retreat, in the messages I have read to you from the Lord and Our Lady, they say you've come to know the goodness of God. Jesus brings each of us to come to know Abba. It is impossible to truly enter and live in the cloister of Mary's heart if we haven't fallen in love with our Father. And we believe that we are the daughters, the apple of his eyes. Sometimes when I read these things and I close my eyes, I put myself on his lap. <laughs> what I never did with my father. My father never noticed me. But now God has given me the grace to know the gaze of the father. And I can just see myself in the arms of Ava. And touching his beard and knowing how much he loves me. Those words of John, the gospel, he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. My sister, those words from scripture have to become the fire of the Holy Spirit that we come to know in Christ the love of the Father. True growth in the simple path to union with God, my sisters, is as you travel this path God has given us, as you fall in love with Abba Father in Christ, that's how you know you're really progressing in the simple path. The Lord takes us through all those wounds from our fathers, from men that keep us, that are the obstacles to come to know the goodness and love of Abba. When we hear the word simplicity, many of us think of getting rid of material possessions or activities in a crowded schedule. St. Francis de Sales, however, defines simplicity in terms of loving God. At the root of simplicity is our intention of heart. It is simplicity when our intention for any action be the love of God and neighbor, says St. Francis de Sales. It's just like silence. We think silence at the beginning was just not speaking. But that's not really silence. I think this retreat, God has brought us into a a deeper understanding of silence. It's the same with simplicity. We can a lot of times say, oh, he's simple or she's simple because they live maybe a more humble life, but that's not simplicity. Simplicity is you live all for God. Requires a lot more than just letting go of some things. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We can let go of some things and still be very complicated. (laughs) So I end with a message that the Lord gave us also this year at the beginning of the year, January 9th. The beginning message to bring us into simplicity. He called it the single hearted. And that is simple. And the whole message is really beautiful as I was pondering it again in the Blessed Sacrament. Is on courage. And as you listen to these words of the Lord. You're going to see. The union. Between. Courage. Being single hearted simple. And obedience. And the fifth promise our lady makes us is obedience. And of course obedience to her is obedience to God. So obedience is tied in with perfect love. The Lord said, courage, my little one, is the virtue of the single hearted. So when we're simple, like our, that's why our blessed mother, what a courageous woman. Because she was all for God. Boy, the Holy Spirit moved. She did it. And that's what the Lord wants when he speaks and he tells us something. We're obedient. And boy, he tells us to do some challenging things. But we obey. Courage, my little one, is the virtue of the single hearted. Courage can be lived for righteousness or evil. For Satan has courageous souls that fight for his cause. God's courageous souls come to love him above all simplicity. They come to know his goodness. As they live consumed in me through the Holy Spirit. These souls have come to touch me and to be touched by me. They live pure intimacy in my crucified embrace. To live courageous lives daily in your ordinary lives requires first growth and humility. The humility of knowing your misery. And trusting in my merciful love. The humility of a pure heart that is able to see my gaze of love in sorrows. This grace of the encounter of a soul with God perfects the soul with the inner strength needed to battle daily her ego. With all its desires and attachments, solely to desire me. Notice how the Lord says, the battle daily. That's why I was telling you in the last reflection, it's a continuous interior battle. This is living single-hearted, solely for love of me. I have taught you through my simple path to suffer all with me thus teaching your inner gaze to remain on me and not on self. Perseverance in this daily practice brings forth the transformation of the heart with the supernatural grace souls will need to live as my witnesses, martyrs, This is courage. Courage is the act of obedience to my will. Obedience is always lived through the yes. That requires courage. And moves through the many fears. All humans have. In this retreat for some of you fears. Have come into the light. Because God wanted to bring them to the light. So we can face our fears. And move through them. To be obedient to him. Not hide. Not run. We've got to face our fears. I manifested my obedience to the father. As I move through my fears with the courage of perfect love. Mary, too, lived her life on earth single-hearted. She lived to do the Father's will. Therefore, she lived perfect courage revealed in her fiat to the angel at the Annunciation, her perfect fiat in her hidden, ordinary life, her fiat during my passion, her fiat at the cross when she courageously offered me to the Father as his perfect sacrifice of love for humanity. And finally, her fiat to remain on earth in her bitter solitude solely for love of God and each of you. Her courage in her perfect obedience to God's will, was my consolation and strength as I was to her. My sisters, as we grow together in holiness, as we become more and more courageous women, we become a grace for each other. Jesus and Mary helped one another live the passion. It's so beautiful. And God is doing that with us. He ends by saying, I have united you, plural, as my little mustard seed. So you will help one another live courageous lives in my holy will. Thank God for each other because this great gift is needed during the time of persecution to help you remain faithful and not cave in to fear. Have courage, for God is with you.
1: (laughs) Sentada frente a ti en semi-oscuridad Adentrándome en ti, en tu sentir, en tu mirar A ti te dejo hacer, o poner, o quitar Quiero aprender de ti, a conjugar el verbo amar Cada rasgo de mí, ha de reflejarte a ti Paso que doy, ha de enseñar quién soy, que ya no soy quien vive en mí. Y sin embargo sé que no logro llegar a reflejar tu luz, a dejarte brillar. puedas crecer y yo menguar ¿Cuánto cuesta ensanchar Y abrir el corazón Cuánto nos cuesta amar A quien no sabe dar amor Llegar a perdonar A quien nos ofendió No se puede lograr Sino a través de ti, Señor Y toda obstinación Y toda Terquedad, nos lleva a no entender, a no ver, a dudar y nos aleja de tu voluntad. No permitas, Señor, que me aparte de ti. Rompen el corazón. Y enséñame a sufrir, que hay que morir para vivir, que hay que morir para